Welcome to the Iconic Womanhood Podcast, where we celebrate and learn from the wisdom of authentic, brilliant, conscious, and creative women from all around the world. This podcast will leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to become truly iconic. And now, here is your host, Akena. She is a transformational coach and speaker. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Iconic Womanhood Podcast. Listen, I just want to jump right into it today. I think the last time we talked, I talked about how, you know, we get kind of caught up in toxicity. And today I want to really just talk to everyone, right? All of the wonderful women and few good men that listen to this podcast, all of you out there, I really just want to talk to you as I continue to talk to myself. And I want to encourage you and challenge you. I want to give you both a hug and a swift kick in the butt. Yes, because so many of us are stuck settling for less, not only less than you deserve, but less than what God has for you. And we are going to be held accountable. Yes, because the life that you're meant to live isn't just about you. It is about everyone else. And so with that in mind, I want to help you understand why so many of us continue to not do better, even when we know better. Are you with me? Are you with me? Let's go. You know, there's that great quote that says, when you know better, you do better. But let's be real, 1,000% real. That quote is incomplete. A lot of times people don't do better because they don't know better, but just knowing something doesn't mean that you are going to be able to do the something. You may know that vegetables are better for you than cheesecake, but how many times do we take the cheesecake? (laughs) You know you don't need that extra cocktail, but how many times Do we have that extra cocktails? We know we need to save money, but how many times do you go ahead and spend on the thing that you know, I just got to have it. I just got to have it. We know that doing better does not automatically come when we know better. So what is the missing key? That's what we're going to be talking about right now. The missing key. How do we make sure that we elevate. I've taught on this before, even on this podcast, but certainly with the coaches that I've trained. So I have a very private coach training program. Yes. Many of you have asked me, you've talked about this before. How can I get in it? I do want to get into coaching. I'm the kind of person that my integrity is so important to me. Mastery is so important to me that before I release anything publicly, it has gone through quite a few beta rounds, right? And I want to be sure that it is bringing something new and fresh to the table. And I want to be very clear on the value. And I'm excited to tell you, watch out 2023, because we have done good work and we continue to do good work. And I'm excited about what we've learned through the process. I've now run two separate coaching, coach training rounds, have incredible coaches who are out there. Many of them are already making money, already making impact. I'm excited about what I see happening. And so 2023, get ready. 
that right there. Okay. Sidebar back to the matter at hand. So in my coach training, one of the things, because I'm certified, one of my um, areas is change leadership. So a lot of people don't understand how to lead change. Right. And so just giving good advice isn't leading change. Just telling you, giving you tactical solutions isn't leading change because you can apply what someone tells you to do, but it doesn't necessarily change who you are. It doesn't necessarily change the way you think or even the way you see. And so you're being spoon fed a solution. As soon as the the spoon goes away, you are floundering, which is why a lot of people end up in situations where they don't really grow, except they're continually attached to the teat, so to speak. And for me, I'm all about elevation. I'm not that kind of person myself. I am not going to be attached to anybody's teat hello, I will be moving from milk to solid and I want you to do the same. And so my teaching, my coaching, my strategizing, whatever it is I'm doing with any person is really about helping you become truly, fully, divinely empowered to do the work you're called to do, which is why for me, I am uniquely qualified or positioned. I don't know if qualified is the word. I'm qualified by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But I am positioned to really be a coach who coaches leaders many of the people who come through the work that I'm doing, whether they have one session with me or whether they have a whole mastermind experience with me, they come out of it now impacting others. In fact, yesterday I got a great testimonial about one person who had one session. She was so unsure about herself, so self-conscious. So, you know, she was lacking confidence before she had her session. She had a strategy session with me broke it down. And I was so excited because the testimonial I was getting was from someone who had attended something that she had, she's now done. She's launched a whole platform and she's doing great work now. And the person that she was speaking to who attended her uh, event came back to me because she knew me personally, a very close person to me and said, I cannot believe she told me that she's one of your clients. And she actually told me when she realized I knew you, how much your work with her allowed her to do this work. And I just want you to let you know, I just want to tell you, so you know, your work matters. And it was such a gift to hear that. And so your work matters. I'm telling you the same thing too. Your work matters. And not just your work is in the work that you do, but your womanhood work matters because the way that you are as a woman, it is so powerful and so impactful. We as women, just by our beingness, we do so much. We do so much. When you think about the creation story, it is so powerful to me that God created man in his image and he created Adam which was the masculine first, right? And he looked at it and said, ah, mm -mm." because it says male and female, he created them. Masculine and feminine, he created them. Everything has that in their beingness, right? And so he looked at Adam and he put Adam to sleep and he took the feminine out of Adam. So the feminine has always been there because the image of God is both masculine and feminine. So he decided that the feminine form of God needed to be made manifest in the world. You are powerful. You are important. You matter. It is critical that you step fully into the woman you are called to be. There is continually an attack on both men and women, on our identity, on our way of being, because if we can be confused as to how to be, then we cannot, we will never manifest what we're called to do. 
And so for us, it has to start with how to be. And I want to encourage you to do that womanhood work because it matters. And that womanhood work is the missing key as to why when you know better, you don't do better. And I was saying in the change of leadership, I know it looked like I took a lot of detours around the world and back again, but I'm back. Follow, keep keep up. <laughs> don't get lost. We're gonna go on this journey together. I'm in my feminine and you know the feminine is all about flow. And so we're going on this journey together. The thing is, even when I teach on change leadership, one of the things I talk about is, yes, there are some critical things that are necessary, right? A person has to really be truly dissatisfied with where they are. If you are satisfied with where you are, if you are in complacency, which is why a lot of my work, if you follow my social media, some of the talks that I do, is to shake you out of complacency because everything around you is designed to lull you into complacency. Every single thing. You're watching TV is designed to just keep you in a lot, like ooh, you zoned out, stuck on Netflix. How many times are we, st- no shade to Netflix, love you Netflix. <laughs> but how many times do we get caught up on a show that's just on loop and your whole weekend is gone? Critical, useful time, right? Critical, useful time. Now, entertainment has its value. I'm big on entertainment. It has its value. But you need to be in control of yourself so that you can know how to utilize all of these valuable things rather than have them become something that locks you and and shuts you down, right? So we are being lulled into complacency. All the beautiful clothes and and the fashion and the designers, I love beautiful, wonderful items. I do love the luxury items, love the luxury unboxing, love all of that stuff. Love it. Why not? However, it has to have its place because if you don't, you can be so distracted and caught up in just that life continually chasing the next it thing that you, it's a kind of, you become so complacent with that way of being. As long as I have this stuff, I'm good. As long as I have this stuff, I'm good. I was talking to someone who was describing, and she didn't even realize she was describing a very toxic situation. She's in a relationship that's very toxic. And she was saying to me, after he would do all of these things to her, and he would cheat, he would lie, he would go out there and do all manner of things. And she said, but let me tell you what he always does, that I know that he. this is what makes me know he loves me. He always, let me tell you, he will always buy me, you know, I always make sure he, I always get this new, I'm going to just throw out a name, whether it's Chanel or Vuitton or Hermes or whatever it is. She talked about some new designer item that he would always, very high ticket, high expensive thing that he would always get for her, uh, even up to the level of a car, right? A luxury car, because that's proof of how much he loves her. So what has happened is that those luxury items have lulled her into a sense of complacency for not desiring more integrity, fidelity, respect, just even respect of you. He's never there. He doesn't really care for her. He doesn't show her love. Sometimes he's cruel to her. Sometimes he's even abusive. When she described the experience of being with this person in relationship, it was clear to me it was toxic. Um, it wasn't clear to her. And so I really was just listening and holding space for her. But it was intriguing to me. And that is one of the things that happens. We get lulled into a sense of complacency. So there has to be dissatisfaction. But there also has to be 
a vision of something that's better. That's the second thing that we are experiencing right now. I want you to think about this too. We are experiencing this. Um, this is why you've been hearing this for a while, especially for women. And let's just kind of talk about relationships for a minute. Um, no matter where you are in the world, you have heard this narrative that, hey, look, marriage is you know tough, difficult. You better just Take it, take it the way you see it. Don't have high expectations, essentially. Don't have high expectations for love. Don't have high expectations for relationships. It's really going to be challenging. And I'm not saying that even a great marriage doesn't have its own challenges, but marriage is not designed to just be something you have to endure. Marriage can be something you enjoy. In fact, that is the design. However, because so many of us are entering into the marriage situation without having done our own work, right? And now there's a brand new study that just came out uh, talking about how men really have to start stepping up their game. They've got to start doing their work. Otherwise, they're ending up lonely. They're ending up single. They're ending up kind of broke. Like, you know, even when they get older, I just read somewhere else. It's not a, this wasn't an actual study, but the uh, person that was writing the article was saying that they noticed an uptick among a demographic, and this is here in the US, men between 48 and 55, that uh, primarily men of color were ending up in nursing homes, ending up in nursing homes. Why were they ending up in nursing homes at 48 to 55? Because they would have a catastrophic healthcare issue because they're not really taking great care of themselves, one. But two, they hadn't been taking great care of their relationships. And so by the time they were 48, 55 and had this catastrophic situation happen to them, they had burned their bridges with their the woman in their lives and maybe even the children in their lives. So nobody's willing to take care of them and they go into these nursing homes. There's a cost to just living any kind of way. There's a cost to living any kind of way. Life is quote unquote short, but it's also long. In fact, the best way to say it is life is finite, but it is also long. And it's long when you haven't done the things you need to do to make sure that in your older years, you have people who care for you. Because if you treat people like crap when you're young, guess what's going to happen? You are going to grow old one day. But I digress. Back to the matter at hand. So you have to have a vision. And we've been being told all this time that oh, there's no vision. Like you should just expect less. Don't, don't have a vision for more. And so when people continue to tell you to expect less, when you can't visualize anything better, you're not going to want to change. When you can't visualize love. A lot, I, I actually think a lot of men in relationships really are stuck on this too. Like they can't visualize better with their woman. They can't visualize that truly spiritual, purposeful partnership. They can't visualize that, what that would look like to really open up your heart to have true, true love. Can't visualize that. And so as a result, there's no incentive to change because you've got to be dissatisfied with where you are. That's just one component of it. And you have to be able to see where you can go. If you can't see where you can go, there's no incentive to change. For some of you listening to this, that's actually what's holding you back. You know better, right? So for example, if you want to lose weight, for example, and I'm going to talk to, I'm to talk about myself too, right? So I've been on the journey. <laughs> let, me, let me break this down. I have lost a tremendous amount of weight all at once. Well, quickly. When I say quickly, I mean like in six months like white knuckle this bad boy, like cut out rice, cut out everything. Like so, like so bad that I was not really eating well. Like I was eating just 
a very rigid diet of vegetables, a few fruits, because even fruits I was scared of because of the sugar content. But my body needed all these things. I white knuckled it and I just couldn't sustain it, right? And so I gained a little, little of the weight back. I had a powerful exercise a habit by then, and I still do. I still, I think I've exercised pretty much five times, four to five times a week for, I don't know, eight, nine years consistently. I always exercise. If I'm not dancing, or if I'm hiking, if I'm not hiking, I'm swimming. If I'm not swimming, I'm spinning. So I've been moving. And that actually helped me that even when I gained um, some of the weight back, I never went back to where I originally started, which most people actually gained all the weight back and then some. But that wasn't my story. And actually the truth of the, there are studies that show that when you have a powerful exercise habit, you are less likely to gain the weight back, less likely. So because I had the exercise habit, it helped me a lot. And I don't, I didn't exercise, I don't even till today, just exercise to lose weight. I exercise to feel good. Now, um, it's important that we pay attention to that, right? So I was saying that I exercise, right? I lost a lot of weight, but because I exercise, I didn't uh, gain it all back, but I did gain it back. And it was important. I didn't gain some back. So it was important to ask myself what happened. I realized one, I white knuckled, but two, I hadn't lost the inner weight, I had to have lost the inner weight before I could actually have the outer weight lost, right? I was focusing on losing the outer weight, which so many of us do. We focus on just losing the outer weight. We don't realize that there's inner weight to lose, which was my inner weight of the way I saw myself. There were a lot of other things that were weighty in my life that I needed to address. And so I actually started to really take care of my business and my inner work for a while, like just like really dealing with that. Now, because I had some things in my life that were out of alignment that needed to be addressed, I had to take the time to detangle some of those things. And I'm not in a rush. This is my life. Life is finite. So I had to take my time. And I, I did all of those things while building my business, while doing the work I'm called to do, while working in purpose. So I was doing all of those things. And then <laughs> I had some significant shifts I was losing a little weight back, little by little, little by little. Then I had this like whoosh kind of experience. I went on this like 12-week jump start, 12-week just like boot camp intensive, womanhood intensive. And I did it for two reasons. I had come to a place where I felt like, okay, I've done a lot of womanhood work. I feel good. And then I had had some tremendous like shifts that occurred because of life stuff. And then I said, okay you know what? I need to reclaim and elevate. I want to upgrade my life. And so I'm going on this 12 week, which I used my own iconic womanhood course to design it, right? I used it to design the experience literally, and it became an intensive. And through that intensive, I dropped some good weight, but that wasn't just even it, right? Because I'm not a weight loss coach that good weight that I dropped was as a result of some other, sh the shifts that I placed in my life. Anyway, I'm going to tell you all about that at another date. But the point is that I needed to be able to visualize by doing that inner work, I was able to see the woman physically that I wanted to be. A lot of women, if you've been like, like me, if your whole life, I think I was born with hips. If your whole life you have been called chubby, 
and you, it'll be difficult for you to even see yourself. If you've been like the big girl, that's part of identity. Once something is part of identity, it's really hard to move out of it. Once something is part of identity. So you have to be able to see yourself differently. You really do. And then not only that, you have to be able to see the first steps to get there. Like if it seems as if, okay, I could be that, how am I going to get there? Which is why when you think you have to lose a hundred pounds, it can feel totally impossible because it's like, where am I going to start? But if you think, okay, 10 pounds at a time, 10 pounds feels doable, right? When you say, I want to be a millionaire, it can feel like, wait a minute, how am I going to be a millionaire? That's like so far away. Okay. Let's break it down, right? A million dollars is about $83,000, $84,000 a month. Okay. That may still feel like a lot. Well, then let's 10, let's 10, you know, 10 times, 10, uh, divide that by 10. Huh. I wanted to say 10 X, but the opposite of 10 X, right? That's $8,000. So if you've never made, you start with $8,000, right? Start with 8,000. And if that feels too big, start with 800, right? So like, for example, you can say 8,000 a week, right? Okay. That I've never built a business before that feels incredibly hard. Well, okay, let me start with, take that down to 800. Let me make my first $800. And if you have one product that's $800, let me just sell one thing that's $800. You've made your first $800. And then if you can sell that 10 times in a week, that's $8,000, right? That's in a week. Okay, maybe 10, 10 times in a month, that's $8,000. Awesome. So you can see how... You have to help. And then, well, what are the steps to selling that $800 product? What are the steps to doing that? So that's how you kind of get to those steps, right? But a lot of times things are so high level, it feels impossible to get there. But that's not all. Those are part of, those are three very critical things, but that's where most people stop, right? And that's where the masculine part, because it's like there's tactics and strategy, right? You've got to be dissatisfied. There's a little feminine in there, but you've got to like, okay, here's how you're going to do it. Here's the plan. The first steps, that's the masculine part. Here's the plan. A lot of people focus on that, but you've got to be able to recognize that it's not just what you're going to do, but how are you going to be? That's the piece that I tell people that if you don't work on that, you may have some change, but it won't be sustainable. Because you yourself haven't changed. You change what you do. You change what you wear on the outside, but in the inside is not the same. Let me help you understand this in a visual. A lot of people are doing this. And this is the thing, like all of those, um, the waist trainers, right? Um, well, I, I'm not, I guess, I think waist trainers are meant to quote unquote train your waist. I don't wear those things, so I don't really know, but I think they're meant to train your waist. So I see some women in the gym, they wear it and they must, they wear some kind of, um, gel or something with it. And so they, they are trying to sweat more around their waist. I don't know if that works or not, but I've seen people who just wear it to go out. Like they wear those tight waist trainers. So they look like they have this hourglass figure and they look snatched. I'm all for spanks by the way, but I'm not talking about spanks, right? I'm all for spanks, but even for someone like myself, I'm rec- I, I recognize the value of spanks so that you look nice when you're, you know, everything is nice and smooth. But I am also always, when I'm in the gym, when I come back and I'm 
dre- dressing up. My goal is also that I want my naked self. <laughs> I want to look good naked, like without all of that stuff. I don't want to just have a, a great snatched waist when I'm outside. And then when I'm inside, it's like everything pours out. Like, you know, those, if you've ever bought a Pillsbury donut here, um, not donut, the biscuit tins here in the U S like a biscuit tin, you want to, you know, where they store them, they're pressurized. So you open it up and then the, the dough starts to ooze out from everywhere. That's what a lot of our lives look like when we try to suck everything up and we try to like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And you're like hashtag bowls and you're showing your photos and you're telling everybody how great you are on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is, but behind closed doors, when you get home, you take that stuff off. Everything just kind of oozes out, oozes out an inauthentic life. Many of us without meaning to are kind of living that way because you're being tactical and you're focusing on the doing, but not on the being. You got to focus on the being. And that's the work that we do. In the Iconic Womanhood course, when I started, when I went into my own course for myself to really deepen and go, like I wrote it, I, it's my curriculum, but I tell you, this course is the kind of course you take every year. You ask the deeper questions and every time you go through it, it's going to take you deeper because you're always elevating your being. So for me, I was elevating my being and asking myself some of the critical questions, uh, exploring some of the things, you know, doing my own inner self-coaching. That's what the course will help you do. And it will help you really understand how can I really understand my programming? Why am I showing up a certain way? Why am I being a certain way? Why have I, why do I keep repeating the same things, expecting different results? If you are like that, that's something that you might want to explore. Why do you keep doing that? A lot of us just keep hitting ourselves like, what's wrong with you? You're so stupid. You're so whatever. We say that. No, don't say that. Don't say what's wrong with me. Say, well, what's operating here that I need to adjust? What is it that I'm unaware of? What are the programs that are running that I'm unaware of? So you want to be able to do that. And that's really important. What are the programs that are running that I don't know about? Why do I keep behaving this way? Why am I out of control emotionally? right? Asking some of those questions, not just saying I'm like that. I'm a drama queen. You know, I'm just a mess. I'm so, no, no, no. Just ask, how can I be more functional in this way? This isn't working for me. So how can I be more functional? Understanding yourself, understanding yourself is really important. That's self-awareness. Oh, I tend to behave this way. That's self-awareness. It gives you so much and like, oh, okay. That's that piece. Like, you know what? The reason why I know better, but I don't do better is because I have a tendency to do this, this, this because of this. Or I have a fear that has shown up in my life because of this. I have, you know, I have abandonment issues and that's why I tend to have a commitment thing, you know, like having an awareness, but also Having an understanding, not just the awareness, because some people have the language for it and then they stay, it becomes identity again. No, I have an awareness of this and I acknowledge it's not functional. I know why I have that, which is the kind of work you do in the in our programming that helps you unpack it, right? And I know why I've been manifesting that. And then the really important thing, I talked about the visualization, visualizing a better self, a better life 
this is so key. So many of us don't really realize how damaged our sense of self is. We don't realize that. And some of us, I've heard, I saw one woman looking, one woman who I really believe this is an example. A lot of people who try to say they have high self-esteem actually have masked low self-esteem. They just mask it, right? And so, especially if they have this conditional confidence that comes from having done. So a lot of people have a confidence that comes from a sense of achievement. And so they're always chasing the achievement. But I tell you, outside of that achievement, they don't feel like anything which is why they're quick to knock other people down who don't have that achievement because they only believe that they're valuable because of the achievement. So if I believe that because I went to, let's say, um, an Ivy League school, therefore the only people who have value that I value are Ivy Leaguers, that tells you that that person only values themselves because of the Ivy League degree. If I carry designer goods and I look down on other women or the men who don't carry that, who don't drive a luxury car, and I think, oh, they can't be really successful, it means that the reason why you think you're valuable is simply because you have those things. And so those things are where you place your sense of value, which is, do you see how that conditional confidence is really means you don't have a real sense of value in yourself. You don't really believe in yourself. You don't really know yourself. You don't have a high sense of self outside of your stuff. So it's so critical that we begin to understand who we are, where we are, why we're doing what we're doing and have a high sense of self, an authentic high sense of self, a divine high sense of self. Those things will then allow you, because now you understand why you've been behaving a certain way. Now you know that you can have more, be more, do more. Then that knowledge together allows you to really step fully into yourself and become who you are called to be and to really start to do better rather than just trying to do better and you haven't really done your inner work. So I wanted to give you one of the keys. I'm going to give you in the next podcast some more things to think about how you can really begin to have this glow up life, this best life that you desire. I'm sharing some of the things that I myself have been doing. Now, if you're listening to this and you're really thinking, oh my gosh, I need this in my life. I need to do this work. I want to tell you, listen, go get the course today. You can get the course today. But if you want a first taste of it and you're listening to this in time, this week on the 20th, I'm having something called Bloom. And Bloom is a part workshop, part masterclass, part experience. In fact, I had to stop for a minute. It was It's part everything, right? That will allow you to really go through this powerful transformation powerful transformation that will really help connect some of these dots for you. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. It's only three hours we're going to spend together. The course that I'm telling you to take is 40 incredible hours of content and not just content to consume, content to transform, but in three intense hours with me, you're going to do some powerful work. And because I want to introduce the work to many of you, because I'm asking many of you to do something you've never done before. So because I want to introduce the work to you, I'm offering this Bloom experience at an introductory price. It will never be this price again. Let me say that one. Number two, some of you have asked me, I'm not going to be available and um, I'd love to get the replay. There will be a 30-day limited replay 
right? Limited time replay. I don't believe in forever replays because guess what? It becomes clutter. You won't go back to it 10 years from now. You won't. So it's 30 days and you need to learn to take action anyway. So it's a 30 day replay. We will make it available after that, right? For people who really want to experience it, but it won't be the same price. It'll be, it'll be more than double that. I'm just telling you straight up because the value, this program is a program that I typically would not offer for less than $500 for less than that, right? In fact, we probably offer it for more, but that's just the reality, right? But because I want to introduce so many of you that are new to me, or you've been watching, listening, and you're like, oh, I gotta do something. I want to break, I want to remove the barriers to entry. And so it is just $97, just a little under $100. And this is an investment for you for the rest of your life. And you're going to begin the process of doing some of the things I'm talking about here. You're going to become, you're going to learn how to become your own coach do some little inner coaching. You're going to understand yourself, self-mastery. You're going to understand what has been blocking you from blooming and being your best self. That's why this experience is called Bloom. I want you to go from being here in the bud to really being out in bloom. You know, I, I've talked about how there's a quote that really touched my heart very early in my process, and I've kept it very close to me for, for years and years and years, and it's by Ananen. And it said, and the day came that the pain to remain in the bud was more than the pain that it took to blossom, more than the pain that it took to bloom. And I'm telling you, so many women, so many of you write me or leave me comments and talk about the pain of remaining in the bud, the pain of not having the relationship you desire, the pain of feeling underappreciated, undervalued, and undercompensated, the pain of feeling invisible when you know you're born to stand out, the pain of feeling as if nobody sees you, values you, understands you. The pain of feeling as if you're not confident enough. The pain of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't work for you. The pain of feeling stuck in a body that doesn't work for you. I understand what you're talking about. And let me tell you, I have been there. Sometimes you hear from people who it's like they don't understand where you're coming from. You can't know my pain. I know your pain. I know your pain. I've been there. I've been in that life where it seemed as if what I desired was so far out of my reach. I felt as if, as if I had made too many bad mistakes. It might, you know, when did I start this work? I was, um, 2011 was when I officially kind of put my toe in the water. First event ever under the refresh idea. My company's called refresh, right? First event ever, 2011. And I'm trying to remember how old I was then. I would have been, I can't even do the math right now. I feel, I feel lost. <laughs> what is, where's my calculator? What is the math? So, um, I would have been 30 something. Let's just put it that way. 30 something. Yes. 30 something. My late thirties, actually, I was in my very, yes, I was in my late thirties when I started and honestly, it took a lot of courage. Most people thought I was crazy. Some people still think I am. Okay. But it took a lot of courage because I couldn't even see, I hadn't even learned what I'm teaching you guys, right? I just knew I could not stay where I was. I was that desperate. Like something has got to break. Something has got to give. It ain't finna be me. Okay. It ain't finna be me. So I had to 
take some drastic action. That came at a cost. I don't want you to have to take drastic action that comes from a place of desperation because that costs a lot. And a lot of people don't survive that season. You don't need to be in that place. You don't have to go through the wilderness. Okay. You don't. If you can take a path of courageous intention right now, if you can start to take some steps, if what I'm saying is resonating with you, then stop dilly dallying and stop procrastinating and stop talking yourself out of the possibility of your life and work with someone who understands where you are, understands where you want to go and has taken many people on the road. Because if you want to climb Mount Everest, you don't want someone who just has a theory of it or someone who only knows how to be on the mountaintop has never been to the bottom, never worked their way up there. You don't want that. You want someone who understands the journey. And I understand the journey. And so I'm inviting you to join me at Bloom. Come and taste. Just take a a little taste. (laughs) Come and take a taste with me three hours this Saturday, August 20th. We're going deep. Okay. Introductory price, just $97. All you have to do is go to iconicwomanhood.com slash bloom. All right. And then I want to introduce you to the process that we really go through and go deep dive in, in the course. If you're like me though, you're one of those people that like, that sounds awesome, but I just, I'm ready for the course. Then go for the course, go to iconicwomanhood.com slash new purchase the course today. And that's a whole DIY. I will announce though, at Bloom, a very special opportunity for women who want to go through the course in an intensive with me personally. I'm only going to work with a select number of women and I'm going to take them through. Remember I talked about my own 12-week experience, my own 12-week intensive based on the course that I did for myself. I'm going to show the pictures, um, my 12 weeks is officially up at the end of the at the end of this month. So I'm going to show some of the pictures of my before and my after so you'll be able to see it. But that's only a physical manifestation. But the reason why I show the pictures is because women are so often moved by these pictures. And we're particularly moved by weight loss because we're all perennially because we've been convinced we all need to lose weight X, Y, Z. But I show them because people understand a visual, right? It's just a visual of one aspect of the results. I cannot show you the visual of the transformation on the inside. I can't. I can't show you the visual, but I'll be able to tell you. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and do that work, to go ahead and step into the woman you're called to be. If you want to put your foot in first and come and taste and see I'm with you. I understand that you want to do some due diligence on me and you, you know, I can invest $97 before I consider the course is $14.97 right now. It is a like, literally, let me tell you what's going to happen. You have a couple of options on August 20th, a number of things are changing, right? August 20th. So right now, if you want to get the course, get it 1497, but it's a DIY August 20th. I'm going to show, introduce you to another way to do the course with me. That is of course a higher level of investment, but I'm literally working through the course with you and I'm taking, I'm facilitating and coaching you. It's very intense. It's going to be 12 weeks. I'm going to announce what that is on, um, at bloom, right? August 20th. So at that point, there will be another option available to you, but you're going to get the best 
option if you come to the event. So that $97 also gives you kind of like that insider vibe. So you want to make sure you join us at that. So come to Bloom, invite your friends, come to Bloom, and I will see you this Saturday. And we're going to do some really great work on the inner work so that when you know better, you can do better. Tomorrow, I want you to join me here. I'm only doing a this kind of flash podcast uh, series because I want to make sure that each person gets an understanding of how powerful this work is going to be. Because I mean, I would be doing a disservice if I don't jump in and tell you like, hey, listen, you can't afford to miss this. You really can't. I've gotten questions from my mastermind alumni and my course alumni. Do I need to come to Bloom? You can come to Bloom if you want to. Of course you can, but it's this, like you've done the work, right? And so you're thinking, if you're an alumni of the mastermind, an alumni of the course, and you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I know this, you've done the work that we're talking about here, right? But you may be feeling a yearning to level up. I know that feeling. I created the course and I did the course anyway. So you may want to redo it. I get that. It doesn't mean that the work didn't get into you. It means that you're going through another level. And so you're re going through the content and let it, letting it transform you for your next level. But the other thing I want to challenge you, especially for our alumni, especially for people who um, maybe you want a weekend experience, Iconic Woman Weekend, come to Jamaica with me November 17th to the 20th. When I say Jamaica is going to be lit. I've been wanting to use that term. <laughs> it's going to be lit. So make sure you join us. All right. All right. So without further ado, signing off today, I will see you next time. God bless you. Be well. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you are listening to this show, it probably means you are ready to move from success into significance please visit us at iconicwomanhood.com and get a free gift to help you on your journey.